Here. Let's get to it. Sorry. I was listening to it in the car. Oh, man. I'm done. Are you done, Jill Scott? I wasn't being Jill Scott. But if I was being Jill Scott, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind, never mind. Shout out to Jill Scott. Hey, Auntie Jill. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) We back. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Uh, uh, Episode episode 54. Jill got the skills. At a goddamn fool's pot. <laughs> See, y'all niggas ain't know about Jelly from Philly. Yo, what surprised me is how surprised other people were. Like, do you know how many people were conceived to Jill Scott's music? Y'all thought she yeah. was like. Oh, y'all niggas that's like 18 and up. Innocent or, or yeah. prude? I don't know. 18 to 25. There's a strong possibility. Strong chance your parents is getting it into Miss Jill Scott. And there you were. Here you are. Nine months later, here you go. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> uh, shout out to all our listeners. Thanks for listening. Um, what episode is this? It's episode 54. Oh, 54. Uh, we're on uh, I- iTunes. iTunes. SoundCloud. Amen. Google Play. Stitcher. Hit Amen. us up. Subscribe. I'm going to save my judgment of you niggas on Google Play for another time. I don't even place. know what Stitcher is, so I can't judge y'all, but okay. It's just an app. It's not, it's not uh, Android related. But I believe you. Google Play. Android related. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna reserve my judgment for a different time and a different place. I won't. You niggas are weird. Tell, okay. See? Tell a friend to tell a friend, please. <laughs> Damn, that's please. Oh, uh, we 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 hit 15k too. Uh, yeah. Did 15K, we? Yeah. Hey. And I think it's more than that, honestly, dude. Because sure, the numbers, the way the numbers are adding up, because this SoundCloud is like 400 under 15k, and there's no way we're only 400. Did you just, just hit your yeah. head on the microphone? No, I, I jammed my hand into it trying to wipe Yo, my mic out of my face. Bianca and his microphone today, bro. Nigga, I don't you, know what's going on over you here. jiggled your mic and my mic punched uh, me in the yeah, face because yeah. they're on nah, the same table. Just being just that's, on a, that's on a crazy. You was just being Jiggle just it. Scott. That's on a crazy. It. Jiggled his mic Jiggle into yours. Jiggle that's wild. Jiggle it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. I'm in a good mood today because I get to be a person, so mm-hmm. here we are. <laughs> anyway, like I was saying... Is there's no way only 400 plays on other devices, on other apps. Yeah. There's no way. So. Definitely. iTunes no. alone, so. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, thanks to everyone for listening. We're at least 15K. That's dope. Um, That's dope. <laughs> I like it. I like it. How was, how was y'all week? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Next week will be better. That's how my week was. Um, I got stuck in the storm. Oh. Um, so, I want to give a fuck you to Connecticut DOT. Because y'all didn't even treat the roads. Y'all didn't even bother to try. Yo, they didn't even start. Like, it was like three hours into the storm no, 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 and they no. hadn't even you started know, you plowing. Know, you know they were plowing the roads while I was on them? Because I was behind the truck from Seymour to Waterbury. Like, I think it started snowing at maybe like four. Yeah. And I was on the road at like seven and nothing was plowed. Like, not the main streets, not the highway. What the hell did you go out for? I went to the store to get snacks for my snowstorm snuggle. And it just, it just... Me snuggling up watching TV. Oh, Don't get excited. Why? Don't yeah, you, get excited. You're mad hype. I was in my, I was in my adult. <laughs> I was in my wow. adult onesie. Let me, let me find out. Bianca got a mic at her house too. Wow. <laughs> That's wild. Huh? No, I was in my adult onesie. I had to get me some snacks. Uh-huh. Curled up in a ball. I was uh-huh. watching some movies on Netflix. But you need the snacks. So <laughs> Netflix and Jill. Out of me and Dalen, I, I made the I, conscious decision to go get food. I left Stanford at four thirty. 
I got back to Waterbury, 10.30. Um, I took a, from work to the train station, there's a shuttle. Shuttle usually takes five minutes. We're like a mile and a half away from the train station where the office is. That took 45 minutes. Train was the <laughs> easiest part of my day because, like, you know, the train's on the train track. Just sit. It ain't about shit. Right. 30 minutes, got there. I look at the parking lot. It's a Fairfield Metro. Look at the parking lot. I said, oh, they haven't paved this. They haven't uh, shoveled this yet. That's good. I clean off my car, get to the parking lot. I look at the road. Hmm. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> I, get to, I, get to, I get to I I fucking 95. No plow. Yikes. Just, you know, yeah. slipping and sliding, turning the wheel every which way so you can swerve through the snow. And, and, and I, I relate to this because last February, actually it was around Valentine's Day. I was coming back from New York. How, how do you remember Valentine's Day? I feel like there's, feel like there's a microphone involved then too. Wow. Because wow. it's a national holiday. Wow. And it happened to snow. Yo, you're stupid, son. This nigga's really dumb. Anyway, Keep so going. it was around Valentine's Day and I was coming back from New York and I thought I was going to beat the storm. And I, you were wrong. I did not. You were yo, wrong. And I really didn't think that I was going to make it off Route 8. Like, it was really like some like... Uh, the day after tomorrow type weather, yo. Like I, it took me hours to get home from Fairfield, like hours. Yeah, I remember. I, re- I remember you texting us. You were like, "Yo, it's snowing." I was like, "You're not home yet." No, I'm at Fairfield Metro. So <laughs> have fun getting home. That shit's about to suck. Nigga, it was it was scary. I was sitting in the house with the heat turned on, playing Xbox, just wait, waiting for Bianca to make sure she got home in <laughs> one piece. Um, so go ahead. Oh no, I was I can imagine. I, I went to work at five. It usually takes me like ten minutes. Took me about twenty five, and that was like right when it started. So yeah. I don't imagine what the fuck y'all had to do with, and, and all those New Yorkers had to do it because that looked crazy. Yeah, New York was shut down. Oh, the picture you sent from that was uptown. Yo, that that was maybe a ten minute drive from my grandmother's building uptown. Port Authority like, got closed. They closed Port Authority. Yeah, <laughs> that day it would have been a two hour drive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because that's where um, you can get off. You get off in the Heights, and you can get. Either further up or you can get down to Harlem. And it was just cars just looking at each other. Just looking like, eh, Basically. I guess we're going to be here a while. <laughs> and I don't know how an area that it snows every year. Every year it snows. Yo, they just didn't do anything and they just, this they just, year. They just watched snow on the ground like that. Uh, and they knew <laughs> it. They, they started telling us. Remember when I sent y'all the screenshot that yeah. we were getting snow? It was like a week in advance they yeah. knew the storm was happening at least. Yo. The, yeah, but the thing is. They claimed they didn't know how bad it was going to be. The first report, because I was watching myself, so I didn't know how bad it was. We got a, we got a parking garage in my job, mm-hmm. but it's like a five-minute walk from the building I work in. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even park in there because I'm like, I'm not going to park all the way up there. It's, it's going to be. Not be that bad. Yeah, like so an the, inch or two. the first report was like dusting. Yeah. Second report was one to three inches. Third report was one to five. And then like the day before it said three to six. Even the day of we said three to six. But there was one that said still one to one to four or some shit like that. It one was, of the one of the networks. It was absolutely closer to six. Yeah. It was absolutely yeah. closer to eight or nine. I I, like. Yeah, I was gonna say it was it was it was borderline like a foot because when I when I left my house, my like it was up to almost my knee. So I think this is just a product of Everyone underestimating the shit and not being prepared. My apartment complex, they didn't shovel. They didn't plow. They didn't plow when I got home. So I had to shovel out of space on the street. And then my dumbass of a fucking neighbor parks in a way where they can't plow the other spaces in our parking lot. There's always one. There's always one. So I'm I'm looking at her park. I was like, you gonna park right there? She was like, what? I was like, they can't plow the rest of the fucking parking lot if you park right there. 
and she just went back in the house. Yo, that is one of the things I have always hated about living in an apartment complex. And I looked at her, I said, that's why you're about to have a heart attack, you big bitch. I fucking hate you. <laughs> when I live with she my mom, like, you know yeah, how, you know real. how my mom's parking lot is? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like, Ooh. it's like the Hunger Games, yo. You get one you parking spot, <laughs> you get one parking spot, and then any extra cars, like, that live with you have to park in visitor parking. How do you even know where the visitor spots are in the When snow? it snows, you don't. No, you don't. You don't it's, know when it snows. It's literally Hunger Games. And, like, you'll shovel yourself out, leave to work, come back, and there'll be a new car in your spot. Like, it was, yo, I'll never, in Connecticut, in, in a place where it snows, I'll never live in an apartment, apartment complex like that again, unless I have my own, like, permanent parking and spot. And that's, that's the problem where, I, where I'm at. We don't have uh, assigned parking, mm. so people just park wherever. And then one night I, I was in the house, and I hear somebody beeping their horn. So I look out, look out my window. It's my neighbor, same neighbor that parked like a dickhead, beeping the horn because somebody parked. But it was another resident. They just lived in a different building, yeah. building right next door. She just beeped the horn for, like, 15 minutes. I went out. I was like, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> she was like, somebody's in my space. I said, nigga, park somewhere else. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you doing this? Why are you so trash as a person that you're doing this to us right now? It's like 11 o'clock and you're just outside laying on the Damn. horn. No. Every time I see her, I want to slash her tires, but then she would never leave. <laughs> she would never leave. She would just leave a car there. She don't got to worry about finding a new parking spot. No, nah, because, because her tires are fucking slashed. She can't move Stupid. it. Raggedy bitch, I can't stand her. God damn. Listen. Um, my best friend, she works, you know, at, at the same office that I do, but mm-hmm. I'm, obviously I work from home, but, um, so they're in Shelton now and she got stuck. Like oh, she tried, she, she tried to get on the road. She tried to go like the back roads and she couldn't even see the road. So she turned around, she tried to get on the highway. There was some issue there. She couldn't get onto route eight. Uh, yep. So she ended up just staying in like a motel somewhere there and didn't get to leave and come home to like eight o'clock the next morning. If I'm thinking of where you guys you know are the now, area, yeah. It's right up the street from where I, where I used to work, in that big that big complex. Mm-hmm. It, it's basically a big ass hill, and you got to come down to get there. And all the back roads is all hilly shit. So if you don't got a truck or you don't got something that can get up and down the hills, you stuck, my nigga. Yeah, and, and Bridge, like that part of Bridgeport Avenue is just a hill, up and down. I'm a really decent driver in the snow, like. I can drive in the snow really too. Really decent driver, but it's other people that make me nervous when yeah. it snows because people panic. They start doing dumb shit. They start hitting their brakes when you know you're not supposed to. Like it's literally rules. And then you get the ones who think they're better than they are and start flying around. Yes. Like it's like, bro. Yo, there was a nigga if on you're Route sliding, Eight. Sliding your brakes ain't gonna help. There was a nigga on Route Eight. He had a little Honda hatchback, and he had the big exhaust, so he's making a lot of noise. This nigga was sliding up and down. You know where he ended up? An embankment, because he's a dumbass. Yep, of course. Because he's a dumbass. Happens every time. And then somebody else in a big ass truck is just flying through. I was looking at him. I hate you right now. Ooh, my next car is gonna be a truck. Either it's <laughs> that's either, what I was thinking in the, in the snow too. Either a truck, or when I move to DC, I'm gonna drive my car off into a ditch and leave it there. <laughs> it's one of the two. And never drive a car again unless I have to. You know, I, I like generally hate living in Connecticut, but when it snows, I really be like, why do I fucking live no, here? Every time it snows, I say, why do I live here? Every what single time. See, I don't, I don't mind the snow. It's the cold. No. And it's no, cold up. for like four months. But you don't even be cold. And it's, way, it's, it's cold way longer than four months. I, I be cold. I just don't be as cold as y'all. This thing said like, four months. Because it's get cold, cold from January to April, as, and April's the fourth month of the year. Y'all get cold at 60. I get cold at like 49, 48. It's been 20. <laughs> oh, and that's what I'm saying. It's cold. Already. I don't, and it's I don't November. Fuck with that. I don't fuck with It'll that. still be 20 Yo, in March. And the thing is, you're like, so fucking fat. And we get snow in November every now and again. Maybe not this month. Sometimes but, in October. But it's melted by the end of 
this snow, a few days. It'll, this, be, it'll be melted in a day or two. I mean, it's supposed to be. It's it going to be above freezing up? for the next three days. Not a lot above freezing, but enough for shit to melt. Just roughly above. And it's going to rain one day this week too, so that'll make oh, the rain. The rain will. The rain. The rain will get rid of the rest of the shit. Monday. I still hate that like shit. There's more snow on Tuesday. Yo, yeah. I said this oh, to my boss. So I said, oh. nigga, next time it snows, I'm not staying here all day. So I was uh, thinking, I never went out. You know how, like, isn't the day before Thanksgiving one of the biggest it's party day, biggest party, party day of the biggest year? Biggest party day of the year. I was thinking about, like, trying to get out of work early, maybe hitting a bar, mm-hmm. maybe seeing what y'all was doing. I'm with shit. it. I was until I just looked at the shit, and it's going to be a low of 12. Peace. Oh. I am not getting up 37? with y'all. 37? Y'all, y'all enjoy. 37 and a low of 12. Jesus. Y'all, y'all enjoy? <laughs> well... <laughs> See, I and y'all know that is not happening for me. Y'all know me. I hibernate. Like if it is cold, I go from my car into buildings, and that is it. And once I'm home, I don't leave the crib. So if like I get home from whatever I had to do, and it's three, four p.m., that's just it. Like if you want to see me, you can come to my domicile. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not leaving the house. I don't do frozen. I don't do cold. I don't even like wearing jackets. So it's just all an inconvenience. We went out for New Year's last year. I like the coldest day, nope, nope. coldest day of the season. <laughs> oh Where'd y'all go? Somewhere in the village. I don't fucking remember. Wait, y'all went to New York? Yeah, yeah we were in the village. Did. That's yeah, right. We were in the village. Like, y'all crazy. It was like, nope. yo. I didn't think it'd it be that bad. Literally like frostbitten if you were outside for it was, too long. It was in the negatives, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. With wind chills. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like well nah, below. Nah, nah, we were nah. on the train. We come out of Grand Central to get, get an Uber. I, I looked at her. I looked up. I said, this was a bad idea. It's fucking cold. I don't want to get drunk for news. I want to be home. That's whack. I did that last year, but yeah, could have could have found could have could have thought this out. My legs were out. My dress was cut. It was it was cold. Right, because you don't dress warm on New Year's the party. Like you're always that's out. No. no, it's it's a thing. You, like, you got to take yeah, the L. It's just a thing. So like, I literally, I physically couldn't feel my legs. Like they had like air burn. It was horrible. Like just just horrible. And we get in her car. Thank God the hotel's around the corner. She was like, "Yeah, we can't wait." Can't wait. Nah. This guy, we just got to tough it out for this, this three-second ride. Nah, y'all, y'all, y'all bugging. Fuck that. It, was, it, was, it wasn't the best idea in retrospect, but we still have fun. That's all that really matters. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Sure. Look at this nigga. <laughs> I have no sure. idea what I'm doing this New Year's. Join the club. One. I said the same thing to my cousin last night. She was like, we got to do something. I was like, you're right, because I'm not staying in the house again. I say the same shit every year. I'm like, yo, I'm not staying in the house. I'm going out. Um, and you never do. And we don't even year, expect like, you to. Nah, I ain't I doing nothing. Shit, and nah. then every year, my wife sleep, and I'm just chilling. <laughs> we don't even like, expect right, you to nah, anymore. Nah, you say it, and me and Eric just be like, "So what are we doing?" Know, right. every <laughs> what's, what's the movements? It's so like it's too much, yo. It's like everything is over. It's like it's overpriced. It's overdone. Like it's you got to dress up mad fancy, and like, I, don't, I, don't know I know, right? You got to put on pants and shoes. How dare you? Yeah, yeah. It's too cold for that shit. I was like, I gotta match my pants to my shirt. I know, right? I can't wear The nerve! I can't fit in a Nike tech suit and just go in the spot. The <laughs> nerve! <laughs> no. I like getting dressed up for New Year's, so I get to be like super. I mean, you like up. getting dressed up anyway. You well, came in here with motherfucking. Because I'm going out tonight. That's why my makeup and stuff is done. It's four o'clock. We touching the streets tonight. You hit me? Yeah. All my friends. All my friends got lives and shit. I haven't even eaten dinner yet, so I'm I'm trying to get some food. I'm trying to get some drinks. Yo, my friends all have lives except me. I mean, I did like got all that life shit out of the way before I was like old. But what's a lie? Like, like, like a got, social life? They got school. You know, yeah. my niggas got, I don't have one of those. Yeah, because I have a life, but I don't have a social life. My niggas got it's crazy jobs. You don't like people, so you just like in the house hiding from people and shit. And you got kids, so you really can't be doing that neither. And you like drinking Long Islands. That's weird. 
<laughs> but I would just be I only drink Long Islands when I'm out. I don't be in the crib drinking never. Long Islands. Which is never. I know. Now, if I was in the crib drinking Long Islands as solo, like yeah, I'm a yeah, let me pour this real quick. I would say if you if you were in the house making Long Islands, I said one, you miss your calling, so you should go be bartender somewhere. Absolutely. Make some fucking, make some make fucking some money. money. I like yeah. a star tender to you. I mean, no, I, absolutely. Please not. don't make us answer that question. <laughs> absolutely, no. You, I, I'll answer. No, you sure don't. That's not the point. You can still go make some money somewhere. Because because I've seen Bernice I'll, and Gracie in person, and you, I don't have star tender features. Nah, nigga, no. nah. Damn. Some of them Although prob- some of them probably are bald though. Your bald head does shine like Gracie's titties, so there's that. Probably, Touché, about, probably about the same size too. Yeah. Is she little? Yeah, she is very tiny. Wait, so is my head big or small? Big. Confused here. Okay. Just titty size. All right. I got titty size head. Yeah. Well. Cool. I do too. I got a big head too. Ain't nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, same. It's just what it's it just is. like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ain't nothing something to get over. I'm just imagining <laughs> two of my heads balls. on someone's titties. Well, just, with just like a random nipple, nipple on top. I mean, <laughs> it's true. <sighs> what movie did you just remind me of right now? Conehead. Conehead. No, That's like the there's literally was a too. titty on the oh, person's oh, head. Oh, movie oh, is that? oh, little Nicky. Yes, little Nicky had yes, two he boobs had the two on the head. On his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, and he was uh, <laughs> and he was like, he put a bra on his head. That shit. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's an Adam Sandler movie. Popeye Chicken is a fishnet. Oh, oh, I just watched that Adam Sandler uh, stand up on Netflix. It was different. I didn't watch it, it but I saw it. You I was gonna say I've never seen him do actual stand up. Me neither. It was a mix. Of like stand up and music. What do you so do, like would, a variety like, sing, show kind of thing? Yeah, kind okay. of. And he would like sing songs that were like funny, and he would. It was pretty. It was pretty good. Was he pretty likes good. to sing. And I'm a big Adam Sandler fan. We know. Did you see the movie with him and Chris Rock? That was on Netflix. Yeah, it was alright. I was gonna say that. You know what that was? One good. Yeah, one, one nah, great. It was alright. It was. It wasn't his worst, but it was definitely <laughs> bottom ten. Speaking He's had like forty movies at this point, so that was. Yeah, uh, he, I don't want to say he, bottom ten. No. <laughs> He's he turning them out. Speaking of Chris Rock, so I just happened to see on Instagram today, uh, Will Smith put up a post for his ex-wife's birthday. He posted a picture of when they were like young when they first had their son. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I saw um, that too. He was like, happy birthday, beautiful, I love you, or some shit like that. And Chris Rock commented underneath it and was like, yo, your wife is mad understanding. <laughs> <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. Son, but Jada loves Sheree. Yo, I like, she loves that. her. I, I clicked her... What's her name, Sheree? Yeah. I clicked her Instagram when I seen that, and she's showing Willow how to bake cakes and shit, and yo, how to spread it. And I'm they like, are yo, happy ass family, yo. Like, like whatever line is usually there for people, nah. that's that's it's not there for them, which is cool though. Like I wish, you know, it's very healthy for them. Yeah, it's ma- very that's healthy. The thing, mad healthy, yo. If y'all could get al- your two wives or ex-wives, can y'all get along and nobody's beefing with anybody, nobody's petty? Like, if I had to give, like, a professional opinion on it, I would say, like, oh, you have to construct your family however is healthiest. Like, if you need to be separate, then you need to be separate. If you need to be together, then you can do that, too. But, like, it has to be healthy for everybody involved. Everybody's gotta be, everybody's and gotta they be made that shit work. And that's the thing. Like, women, like, I don't know what women think men want but at the end of the day we just want a peace of mind and that is probably the best thing i mean some he, of y'all some of y'all want to eat your cake and and some people do first of all first of all what's the point of having a cake if you're not going to eat it that's a stupid fucking quote <laughs> okay that's that's that, that was every, that was your big takeaway i hate the phrase cake and eat it too big big takeaway stupid. i mean some of you want cake cupcakes and fucking cheesecake like you know it's just you know i mean one the whole day bake. you may want a cupcake the next day whole you may want some of you niggas be trying to rob the whole goddamn bakery the so there's thing. that <laughs> look, look at evan speaking for other people because i know he don't say this shit to his wife <laughs> look at him for shit. that's beautiful yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> String them words together very carefully, bro. 
Listen, man, my wife's understanding too. All right? Yeah. All right, that's she why I married her. Okay. All right. You know what? Hey, boo, if you're listening. Look, look at this nigga. Clean it up. <laughs> yeah. Clean it up. There you go. Clean it yeah. up, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Um, uh huh. Yeah. But yeah, back to Will Smith. Big Willie Styles. <laughs> part four. Just put, put mad bass in his voice. I can't wait for Kayla to come home and shut that shit down. <laughs> well, okay, hey, hey, what you say? Shut the fuck up. You fucking thought. <laughs> Oh, she said to me the other day, so you got a sugar mama? He looked at her like, yes. Yes, I, I do. No. <laughs> um, what the fuck were we talking about? Will Smith. Will Smith and so his yeah, family. Like, would, y'all, would y'all be able to do that? Um, I've never... It really depends, yo. It really depends on the situation. Like, I guess it's a woman thing more than anything. More than a but man. But this situation thing. is really It really has a lot too. to do with a man. It really does. Because women are naturally going to be like, okay, you're... An ex, your competition off the bat, off the rip. I mean, I don't even know if it's competition. It's just history, yo. History does things for people. So, like, if you have a child with my man, like, yeah, yeah that's that's a lot of history to get comfortable with. You know what I mean? Like, because having children with somebody is yeah, a big a deal. Like, so it's really about the man making both of the women comfortable. Like, he has to be of a certain caliber to do that to foster that environment. And that's why I give Will a lot of credit because. It's really about the man, I think, in that situation. You know, I give give her a lot of credit too, uh, Sheree. I think she figured out, and she was mature enough, mature enough to figure out a few years in, like, hey, the two of us are meant to be together. She probably saw the two together and said, oh, maybe they. Well, are. I would hope so, since she was the one who filed for a divorce. Exactly. So she <laughs> she put it all together. She was like, this ain't this ain't working. She it took them some time to get where they are now to at least get along. But you know, they probably figured out for the kids. You know, Jada, like I said, Sheree and Willow, they're all. They all get along real well. Yeah. Trey loves Jada. Put something up for her birthday or some shit. Yeah. She did the same thing. They have some real like happy family. Super shit. happy, un- unattainable it's like shit. Like a black Brady Bunch show. And I, I'd be looking. I'd be looking at niggas like, listen, you are not Will Smith. Your girls, your ex ain't Sharia. Your new girl ain't Jada. Right. It's not gonna work out. Right. You're gonna, gonna be hard pressed. You're gonna be home <laughs> pulling your hair out from your your face or your head. It's not gonna work, my nigga. It's just just try to be as amicable as possible. Because my parents are divorced, and let me tell you, they ain't living like that. Yeah, yeah, nah. That's a fact. <laughs> you know, my mom was yeah, always... Yeah, but you're the only child. You're grown now. No, probably, my parents got divorced when I was nine. Yeah. But <laughs> I meant now. Like, right now, Will Smith still has kids younger than eight. Well, well my, my parents were divorced be, at four, yeah, yeah, Will so... Will was about to be 18, yeah. so... Huh. But, like, my mom was always cordial with my dad's, like, girlfriend. Just not with your dad? Oh, uh, no, they were... I uh. mean, they they were, like... Indifferent, like she was just like, yeah, whatever. Just take care of my child, nigga. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like she was just, you know, like they didn't have much contact. And really, my dad, even like when I would see him, like I'd go have to go to his house on weekends. I would be with his girl, and he'd be like working. So I didn't really he still have, with her. I don't know. I don't talk to him. I have not talked to my my biological father since I was twelve years old. I don't know what he does. Last I heard, he's in Arizona being an Indian. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that because we are part Indian. I'm not Yo. being like. <laughs> yeah. I, I meant that like he, we're literally part Indian, and he's like out there on like a reservation. He on a reserve, yeah. Native American. Yes. <laughs> Yo. Hey, that's part of. If she part of the tribe, she can say however she likes. Yeah, like he literally. Just like I tell white people, I get, this, I get to say nigga, you don't. Right. Yeah, I've been trying not to say nigga so often either. Even Why? on this podcast. Why? I, I, Yo, know, it's just. Why? At some point, we gotta look in the mirror, man. Okay, but what's wrong yeah, with it? You take that respectability. Shit no, no, no. I'm not. Bl- I'm not. I'm not, ta- I'm not. No, no. Let's have anyone. this conversation because this I'm is not, news to me. 
I'm not shitting on anyone who does. Mm -hmm. I still do. I say it every podcast, every episode. I say it probably every day, but every day. I just, just with everything going on in the world, like it, it makes me uneasy. Just throwing it out there. I don't know why. I don't know. That makes no sense. I don't say How it doesn't it make sense. I don't say it makes company. But right, right. Oh no, no, definitely if not. I'm, definitely if not. I'm around colored people, definitely not. The niggas um, are flying. But oh even, yeah, like even, I don't, I don't I think, be at work around. And white I think folks the thing with like... this podcast is, I feel like maybe I am. We are talking with amongst mixed, mixed even though we're talking to each other. We might be talking amongst mixed company because well, we, we don't are. know who's listening. We are, and I but, think but maybe that's. I don't know. But here's the here's the gotcha in that right is that they're in our space. This I, is our show. I, I completely understand. I'm not saying my thoughts could be completely wrong. It's just how I'm feeling. So you, you alter. Thought, your thought ain't right or wrong. It's just different from ours. It's yeah. just how I'm feeling. Yeah. I don't agree, but you know, you got to do what's best for you. I just think it's interesting that somebody who's so against censoring themselves would censor themselves. That's amazing. Because the two of us. see that I'm growing? I don't think, I don't know that necessarily that's positive <laughs> growth for you, though. <laughs> okay. No. I think it's because just more I think me you're, being aware of what I'm saying, and I don't but know. You're not saying I it don't because know, I don't know how to feel about it is what I'm saying, basically. So I can't even I can't answer you. I can't answer no, you. No, no. I, I mean, back. I'm just trying I don't to have kind a comeback. Of, I'm not. I mean, I'm not. There's no need for a comeback because yeah, we're not yeah. arguing. I'm talking this through with you to try to figure out where it's coming oh, from. Oh, oh, this is the the, the some school shit. The, what? It's not a therapist. It's a psychologist. This is a psychologist coming out. No, this is just me wondering where this is coming from. It's just me being a person. I know that's like a... You'll get an extra chair laid down and go tell us how you feel. It'll be lit. <laughs> okay, first of all, I don't prescribe to Freudian <laughs> therapy at all. So don't fucking lay down and try to talk to me. What was that word you just used? Freudian? I don't know what that means. Sigmund Freud. Sigmund Freud. Father of the discipline. They call his... Like, he used to do psychodynamic... Um, psychoanalyst... Oh my God, I can't even fucking talk. He was a psychoanalyst and he would do like psychodynamic th therapy and that's when he would lay on the couch. The I don't one, do none of that The shit. one psych class I took, that's all I took away from it. Sigmund Freud. That's all mm -hmm. I know. So okay. they call it Freudian. But it's no, it's not for me. Oh, and Freudian slip. Other than that, I don't got nothing for you, bro. All right. Um, but it just—I mean, my question is, what, talking to you about this is like, are you not saying it because you're hoping not to make people who are not like us not feel uncomfortable? Because, I mean, it's really not about them. Is my point? No, no, it's not. Because you said not, no, your, no, first no, no, statement, no. your first statement was at some point we have to look in the mirror. And so that's, that's really my question I'm posing to you. It's not about making – it's definitely not me worried about other people being uncomfortable. I don't give a fuck about that. So, it's, I, I don't know if it's more of like I don't want to think – give people – I don't want people to think they have permission to use the word. We never gave you know permission what I mean? on this I podcast. Know. In fact, we've said that no, a million times they shouldn't say no, it. No, I just said I it five minutes ago. He, he I just know. said it. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I know it's not that. Mm. You should probably figure that out. Damn. Oops, sorry. Look at the windscreen being a Do I have to figure it out? I think you do, yo. Most people, when they feel something, they do try to I figure it out. I think if you're all, because you've now altered your behavior and you, you don't know why you did it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's so. Just, see, now I'm being yeah. a therapist. This is yeah. I don't now know if it's just me. The, the older I get, I'm just like, yo, I don't want to just throw that word out there like that. And I, and it could be partially our ancestors and what it means to them. And some of them don't like the word either. And I don't know. Maybe it's me kind of res learning more and respecting 
I don't know. What'd you learn? How the word, I mean, you always knew how the word was used against us, I guess. I guess just be more aware. I don't which know. is why it's turned into what it has turned into, which is a, a word that shows people being amicable to each other of a certain color. I it's, think older people have a different relationship with it, too. Right. right, right, and at some point, do we have to res- like? Do we have to respect that? Like, and I mean, to- I didn't, I didn't roll up on Granny and call her nigga. No, no, I know. Word. I mean, so, <laughs> I mean, I, but for our generation, what we turned that into is this: it's, it's, it's family, it's familial, it's a positive thing between us. I don't know. I've been on both ends. Somebody's called me a nigger before. I beat their ass, but it's happened. Uh, it don't feel good, but I still say it every day, a lot. Hmm. Paul Mooney had a great joke about it. He says t- nigga ten times when he wakes up in the morning and keeps his teeth white. <laughs> nigga, 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 nigga. <laughs> Shut up, Paul Mooney. You know, this oh. reminds me of a conversation I was having with my cousin, Mikhail. He is a engineer student at UConn right now. I'm so proud of my baby. He's so smart. Man, um, that's a lot of work. So many of my little cousins are doing such great things, and I just feel like he's a, proud, a way better student than me. A I proud older cousin. Uh, he's brilliant, yo. He's just, but you know, we talk a lot about how we have to code switch a lot, right? Because you know, he's at UConn. He's becoming an engineer. He's in classes with all white people, only white people, all the time. Yeah. You know, and it, it's hard. It's it's exhausting, and you've experienced that. You work with a lot of oh white yeah. people, and I mean to the point where my normal. Demeanor. Voice now is half code switch automatically. Right. Like sometimes it's to the point where like I got a code switch back because I don't even realize I'm already programmed. It's, to, it's like leaving work. Like I listen to this podcast and I'm like, yo, that's my voice. I, that never used to be my voice. That's but, what I'm saying. Like yeah. we automatically, because we've been conditioned to uh, be respectable around white people, to change how we behave, to change how we talk. Like So they don't just, judge uh, us. Yeah. And so that's that's where my issue comes. Because they're in control. Shit, that's what I'm saying. And it's exhausting. Now the mic. Relax, relax, <laughs> Yo, we're just relax, struggling. Nigga. And we're not even drunk. <laughs> e, e, you got something you want to tell us? No, not yet. I ain't drunk yet. That, that comes later. <laughs> but so, you know what I'm saying? Like, we automatically do that, and it's exhausting. Like, I know sometimes I would be at work, especially when I worked at the hospital, I was working around, like, all middle-aged, older white people. And so I would come, like... I was the youngest employee in my department and I would get in the car and like just turn on the music like I need to hear people who are like me just briefly just to come down off of what I've been doing all day and that's something that people who are not like us don't go through you know what I'm saying like yeah definitely and I think that's the great thing about podcasts is a lot of the times we're in our professional life and working around people that we don't have these conversations with. We can't be ourselves. We can't be ourselves <laughs> that you throw on a podcast and people are listening, being themselves. And it's like, even so, though you're not even talking to them, just hearing. So when you just saying that, then why would you ever stop being yourself on this podcast? Why would you alter that when it's the one space you have where you can speak freely as you want to? Within reason. I, and I I'm, again, say, this, and is I being, say, this is not me being argumentative. And I didn't say never say it. No, like, I'm I not going to cut it. I just saying as much. I don't know. You have to explore I, where that motivation came from. All right, I'll get back to you. Okay. 
I'll explore it and I'll this get was, back to This was a very productive and therapy look at you session. learning how to communicate. Look at you. This was very productive, yo. I'm very proud it of took, you. It only took 31 years. Look at you. <laughs> That's beautiful. And you just let me practice some of my tools, so thank you. Listen, anytime you need practice, come pick at this brain in here. If you want to put, like, if you got to put, like, tweezers in my ear to get inside my head. It's very scientifical. Gross. Let me know. <laughs> um... I did have a question, though, sure. when we were talking about the Will Smith that we got off topic a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Style it back. Is there... Are you an insecure person, B? No, are not you, generally. B? Oh, I'm shaking my head. No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga just thought people could see it. Right. So, <laughs> apparently, my wife's seen something on... Uh, my wife's not an insecure person. Anyway, no, as you can see, not. I say whatever the fuck I want. I, I joke knew that. around. I talk about... She just be ignoring the shit out of I you. knew that from the moment I met her. And it was something I loved about her so much. Is your wife's so comfortable in who she is. And I love being around people like that. Which, which gives me that peace of mind that I say men look for. But we had a conversation the other day. I don't know if she's seen something on the internet. Mm-hmm. Something about a woman cooking for her husband at work. Oh, and no. that was like oh, no. crossing the line to her. She's oh, like, no. I swear, you better not have no woman cook for you at work. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, yo, I've heard this yo, conversation before. What? This is not I have, new. I have I'm, like, I'm like, it's just food. But it's not because you know so why? That, so that's where I wanted to ask both of y'all to see where y'all were. Because I like, we, me and her are on two different sides of this. It wasn't me. Nobody's cooking for me at work. But I'd be happy as hell if somebody no, did. No, Any co-workers, if you're listening, no. won't tell my wife. <laughs> Listen, y'all, y'all gonna get Evan shot. Don't play. Y'all, y'all gonna get Evan shot out secret. here. Man. I oh. like food. <laughs> All right. I've never ever really been an insecure person. I am a very aware person, and you know, like men get other men. Like you know, like you can bond with another man yeah. because y'all get each other. This in that same token, women get other women, and I think this is part of the reason why women um, tend to be so territorial over over the men when it comes to other women because we kind of know we we pick up on glances we pick up on you know shoulder taps things of that nature that men don't even they're like what she hit on me i didn't see that and i think when it comes to food food is such a <laughs> food is such a way to it just sounds crazy yeah. it does sound crazy but you have to think about like think about how food makes you feel right when you have a banging ass meal you're mad happy it's like it's like sex, right? In a way, like it gives you like that same feeling. Like you're mad full, you're mad content, you're mad happy. It, it literally gives you good feelings when you have a so, banging ass so, meal. So, all right. So what, I guess what my brain is having trouble understanding is you go to a strip club as a man, as a married man. Mm. Another woman can give you a lap dance that ain't crossing the line. Oh, but depend, if another woman, woman gives you food... I think uh, that you're just you're hungry. What you're she spoke eating? to, what she spoke to. She's like, she's like, you don't get, you don't give another woman's husband, and you don't cook for another woman's husband. I'm like, yo. And it's an, it's, a, it's a really my, old school. Like my that, wife has told me to touch someone's fake titties before. But like that school of thought, that school of <laughs> thought is this very is old what school, the and line. I and I get it. Like I wouldn't want anybody cooking for my husband because you're, you're just thinking about the act of cooking. Somebody went in the kitchen, put something in a pan. Made it, finished it, gave it to you. She's thinking about the it. act. But also, like, the women act behind put more... It, the energy, the effort. Yeah, women put more energy into cooking, right? Like, we be putting our foot in meals, like... Listen, first of all, keep your feet out of your fucking food. <laughs> and then, like, and I've, I've cooked for a man and, like, seen the satisfaction on his face and been like, oh, that was good. Like, I enjoyed that. Like, 
And in the same token, like his reaction to me after me giving him a good meal, I was like, oh, that was that was that was an enjoyable like exchange there. So who are these men you cooking for? Mind your mother. No, 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 no. I'm. You, you, you asked get what I was you asking. Asked I, didn't mean, I didn't mean specific answers. Are these people, men that you're dating? Yes. Or, you don't, so when you're looking at them, you're not looking at them the same as, because I know West go over your crib all the time to eat. You ain't looking at them the same way you're looking at West. No, that's my, so, that's my brother. So, <laughs> like, he's family. So if you have a, I don't know, man. So if there's a coworker that you look at, like, family to your coworker, Hey, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm chefing this up. I'm bringing you some in tomorrow. That's a, what's the problem with that? Yeah. Why you friends with people you work with, man? That's beautiful. Like it would, it would really depend on the situation. Like, <laughs> have I met this person? Like, ha, do I know her? Do I have I been around her? Like, um, so, if, or is this like a new employee? Meaning his wife. You said, have you been around? No, her? am I the wife having met this coworker? Like, okay, is this a okay. new employee who no. came in and is just, like, baking you, have, you brownies and shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? It really just not, depends. In this hypothetical, you have not met this coworker. Oh, she's not having it. Who are these women you know that are cool with this? Uh, you don't, don't know one. I don't. You don't yeah, know that one. That is crazy. You don't know I one. did not know this was a the thing. The food yo. you eat is very personal. The food you prepare is very personal. My it's hands a, no, were all thing. in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just very personal. No, I don't. I No. You hear this, right? I don't really like that. I don't like it. And I wouldn't really be insecure about it. I would just be like, what the fuck is that? Her first question would be, who's this bitch cooking for you? Would right. be the question. Right. And then she might show up at your job if she, if she really bought it like that. And then, you know, you got a situation. You might fuck around and get fired. You might find me just sitting at your desk waiting to introduce myself to folks. Yeah. It would have played in the hand because she wanted niggas to know what time it is. <laughs> the line, yo. That line that women have. Yo, that's Everybody's so got something. Every, Everybody's got something. We all do. If you think about it, you have lines too. There's things you're okay with like, and then there's things that are very close to that like, but that to would me, make you like, think twice. To that you it's would just be food. like the most innocent thing yeah, ever. Just, to you it's just food. And to her it's something totally different. It's like, yo, I was hungry. I she, ate. You know I she, didn't have, she saved me money. I you, didn't have to no, go to the you know what she equates it, She knows what she equates it to. Somebody else taking care of her man. She's not having that shit. Basically. That is wild. And guess what? Yep, keep playing with her like that. She's going to show up at your job. Oh, no, nah, it wasn't me. No. I'm just saying. I'm talking to all general, the general yeah. you. Oh, okay. General, general you, you niggas. You niggas. If, don't yeah, do listen it. Listen to Eric. You talk, niggas. Listen talk, to Eric. Talk. <laughs> Play around like that if you want to. You got a work wife and you got a wife at home. She's going to shoot you and the work wife. And then what? Somebody got to put money on her books. And as for someone who's never had a work wife, oh, I what have. you I've have? had a work husband. So what's, what's, what, is, what are those relationships like? It's, it's, like what is what makes funny. someone a work wife or work husband? You know, people at people at your work are usually like like minded people, depending on what you do, right? Right. And uh, you might gravitate towards one or two other people that you're really really tight with. So you might take care of each other on the job, especially if you got a job that's really hard. Like uh, yes, I used to work at a halfway house, so we worked crazy hours. Yeah. You might get stuck there when somebody somebody calls out or some shit, and you can't leave. Yep. You got to stay there. Right. So somebody might. Bring you a plate. Somebody might order something. They might look out for you. Some shit like that. Yeah. Now, when you start, Wait, so they're going out of their way to come. That's what I'm saying. Bring you food. Right. That's what I'm saying. Something like that. Especially if they live in the area. Don't don't do that. That's crazy. Listen, don't, listen. Don't do that that get, sounds more more wild than just coming to work with a plate for you. Why don't you relax? <laughs> Calm down. You about to make it hot for no reason. Sorry. Now the work wife thing. Oh, you ain't, you're single, man. You're no, statue of limitations is up on that anyway. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it can it can get it can get sketchy if you start to blur the lines. Like if you're at work, y'all fucking each other at work, you might text trying to figure out something after. But once you start blurring the lines, y'all going out together, drinking, 
going out having a night on the town, then what? Well, see, she gets my situation was different because my work cousin I already knew beforehand is Mike. Oh, but so okay. like we We're both worked Mike. in the high hospital together yeah, and yeah, yeah. you have to survive working in a hospital, right? It's yeah. late hours, it's mad work, like yeah. everybody's delirious. So like we go get lunch together or like I pick up lunch one day and I'd pay and then the next day he'd pick up lunch and he'd pay or we'd like sneak off to, um, what's that restaurant at the top of the hill? up there by Waterbury Hospital, Spartans, and we go oh, yeah, yeah, grab yeah. a drink real quick on our five-minute lunch breaks or whatever. But, like, yep. we were just friends, but we would joke around and call each other, like, work spouses because we just look out for each other. Like, yo, did you bring your charger? I forgot my shit. All right, I'm going to bring it up. Like, you can't, you can't be doing that with all, all them randoms you work with. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. <sighs> all right, and that I, was it. I just, that was an interesting conversation we had, and I had no idea that sometimes shit get real. cooking for another woman's man was like no. the death penalty. It's a like, real, like that's a real you old asking school to die. thing. I had no idea. Yeah. No woman I've ever dealt with has had had any time for any, kind women, of, any type of shit like women that. Women win whole men's hearts with their, with their meals. So it's a big deal. Think of some of your friends that you know from over the years who would fuck with a girl just because she can cook good. Because you know some niggas you know, that you know a few. <laughs> we know a few. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> they don't like it for no other reason. They go over there, cook. They might hit it and they go on home. That's <laughs> Basically. It. That's it. Yeah, but then now you're talking about going to someone's house and that's a whole nother. Yeah. I'm just but saying, bringing it to work. And often saying, what it leads to. Yeah. Stepping stones, man. Stepping stones. Oh, so yeah, just paranoid. No. Some people See, are. See, Relax. You know there's a difference there. between a, there's a, a difference between being that's paranoid a and there's for, di- that's a gateway for cheating. <laughs> it can be. It can be. It can be. Kind of nigga you are. Stranger things have happened. It's not a paranoia. It's just an awareness of like aware, yeah. awareness of like got, the way things. I got some occur. ziti for you. Yeah. Okay. And after you get the ziti, you. I mean, you, you, had a, you, you, talk about, you talk about like how trivial that is, but like a like on Instagram could lead to a whole cheating session. So one like, like out of the thirty you got or whatever, somebody liked your picture and Imagine, it meant more than every all other twenty nine no, people. I take likes too serious too. Now I may or may not have. I don't care about that. In the shit. past, you know, going into an old picture, maybe. 52 weeks in the back. I hate when you niggas do that 52, dumb that's shit. It? 52 weeks. Just, just, just an arbitrary number. Go back and it hit something in there. But other than that, you know, that could lead to something else too. But, you know, that's creep shit. Is, is it? No, it is. No, is it? It is. Don't we all do it? No. Don't we all scroll? Yeah, you scroll. I don't ever scroll listen, through listen. anybody's Instagram that far. Listen. I don't even scroll, like, to, to be real, I don't even scroll my Instagram timeline that far. Like, usually if I go yeah. on Instagram, I have, like, two thumb switches. But, and if your picture wasn't in there, I didn't see it, my nigga. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's all I got. Hey, sometimes you just, you got time. Yeah, yeah. Feel like you're scrolling the normal feed, and then you see someone, oh, hey, click. You can't do it in the, in oh, the first one. Right. Scroll. Everybody right. look at those comments. You got to dig in the crates a oh, little bit. She been, Yo, I she been hate, bad for a while. For a whole while. Oh, I hate you know when saying? men Yo, do that. She been bad for 113 weeks. 113 weeks, okay. my nigga. It's crazy. Yeah, all right. Oh, let's see how she transformed. Oh, she definitely had surgery. Because <laughs> this ass ain't as fat as it was in... Recent weeks. You niggas are it's all retarded. Research. It's all research. It's all for science. Don't judge us. It's all for science. Retarded. Or how about the chicks that you do click the pages and they only got like seven pictures? Like you just posting shit to delete it all the time? Yeah, she's trying to rebrand herself. Things is that like, what it is? It's so, a rebrand? Uh, she's trying to... Uh, like if you go back on my Instagram over. through the millions of pictures that are up there, like it goes back to like I think 2011... Yo, Eric, that's the second time, bro. Relax. 20, 2012? <laughs> I don't know. It goes back mad to whenever yeah. Instagram was first created. I've always had mm. the same one. 
Like, so, and there will be men who have scrolled through like multiple years of pictures <laughs> on my Instagram to like leave a comment or like a picture. Like, yeah. and it always freaks me out. And then I block them immediately. Oh, speaking of leaving a comment, you posted something in our group chat the other day. Someone hit you up asking about them sweaty socks. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter hit me up and they're, they're, picture wasn't of a person i don't know who who it is so if you're listening and asked me um about the sweaty socks and i was dying because it was like early in the morning so they must have listened to the podcast before we even posted it yeah Yeah, because like before we even reposted it because what i've been doing is i'll post it at like i'll post it monday but it'll technically be like 1 a.m yeah and then i'll wake up in the morning then like put out like hey this podcast is out there because i ain't doing all that shit at 1 a.m. when nobody's up anyway. Right. So they must have listened to it like as soon as it went up and then hit me up and I was dying laughing. Yo. Dying. A little market laughing. research, you know Co- what I'm saying? Coming soon, 2019. <laughs> Sweaty socks. Sweaty sock shop. Sweaty sock shop. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, we've been talking I, about 40. We just been blabbering. Yo. Minutes. We haven't any topics. Bear with us, guys. This list unchecked like a motherfucker, my nigga. <laughs> it's Saturday. <laughs> I'm excited that I don't have mad so much work that I can't go out and have a drink with my friends tonight. I, yo, I haven't seen anybody like in a social setting, so I'm so hype. Uh, rest in peace, Stan Lee. Oh, Stan, Stan Lee. Lee. We'll get there. Stan the man. Um, Marvel creator. Mm-hmm. Co-creator. Yep. Mm-hmm. What was he the... Marvel's probably been around about 100 years now. Because usually just like a storyteller and an yeah, illustrator. Different, was it something like that? Different iterations. Okay. It was him and Jack Kirby. Spider-Man. Fantastic Four. The X-Men. X-Men yeah. Black Panther. So like all those little characters in between there, like Captain America was before before he was uh, before he took over as I think editor in chief. I think that's what he was doing yeah. while he was there. But he's been in comics probably from the '60s until he passed. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm I'm hyped to see him in the next few. Uh, yeah, those will be the last two Captain Marvel and then Avengers Four Marvel movies. I'm just glad um, Venom wasn't his last appearance because that would have been tragic. Yeah, because nobody would have saw it. It's a stinker. It's a stinker. <laughs> it's a stinker. It's a stinker. <laughs> Um, rest in peace to. I'm sorry. Did you have anything else? No, yeah, but 95. 95. Uh, yeah, long it's life. Hard. Good it, long it's, life. It sounds it sounds kind of crass to say, but it's hard to be sad for somebody to live 95 years, man. It left a mark. He did. Right. Man, he, 90, he he did life right. So he's gonna he's gonna live forever. Every you know, the characters he created are part of the most successful movie franchise ever. Yeah. They they got a, they got a movie and they made two billion dollars by his fucking even, self. They didn't even start until he was what. That, yeah, he was, he was in his 80s when they started yeah. making movies. You know what I'm saying? So he had a long, successful life. Like I said, his work will live on forever. He got to see his passion yep. hand out yep. in all ways he probably could never imagine. Yeah. And then, you know, he, uh, some of the you know, characters he created were like uh, meta for society in general. You think about like the X-Men, people that were persecuted. They had a unifier. They had a guy that wanted to divide. You know, there was a lot of stuff I read about, um, especially when I was younger, about how he tried to mold some of his characters after shit that was really going on in the world. That, the X-Men yeah. was probably the best example with, uh, you know, Professor X and Magneto being like Malcolm and Martin. And people didn't really put it together. But if you think about it, it's, it's, it's all right there. You put it right, right in front of your face. Absolutely. It made people think of the world a different way, in a creative way, yeah. which is really good for people to do. And, you know, huh. like I said. Yeah, like, I never even thought about it that way until you just said it right now. Mm-hmm. And then you were going into something else. I, oh, um, I rambled, sorry. Kim Porter, rest in peace. Man, that shit. Now that is sad. 47. 47. 47. Yeah, four kids. Four kids. Two of them are very young. Yeah, the twin girls were like 12. Damn. And they were saying she had like pneumonia or something. Yeah. She she had been sick for a little while. But pneumonia is one of those things. It could be like having the real bad flu or some shit that could kill you. 
And yeah, it really goes either way. And it's hard to tell the difference sometimes. And somebody to be that young and have just had kids 12 years ago and is, was healthy enough to do that and then pass like this is in the week before the holidays is really, really sad. You know, so. And I didn't realize, like, every single person in the industry has a memory with Kim Porter. But think about like, it, too. She like, was, everybody. She was with Puff when he first started Bad Boy. But even, like, younger people, yeah, when, like, everybody yeah. ha- knew her. She was always, she was always around. And uh, I was even looking at older photos. She's been around Uptown Records when Puff was there with Andre Harrell, Jodeci, all of them niggas. She was around then, up till now. Yeah. You still see her doing shit now, yeah. which is it's crazy to even think about. And what I didn't know... Was that Forever My Lady? The Jody C song is about her. Was it? Yeah. Is it? Who? Albie Shore wrote it. Uh, Albie Shore is, was her ex back in the day. And uh, Quincy, the, the, uh, the light skinned boy that's always with Puff, who can't be his because he's mad yellow. <laughs> I mean, he is. If you is see it? a picture of Quincy and Albie Shore, his, his biological father, he looked just like that nigga. I'm trying to think what other. Wait, 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 wait. Albie Shore did a Night and Day. Night and day. Yeah. No, no, no. I know that. I'm saying so. It's not so. He be running around with Diddy be, because Kim was with Puff back then. Oh, after right. Oh, she, she was with Abby for a minute. Thought, they I had a baby. Sure was, okay. And then you know she was always with Puff, and Puff Puff helped raise Quincy. Yeah. Gotcha. I think calls Puff's calls uh, Puff his father. Um, but yeah. So what the hell Abby Shore doing? He's a Debbie. Nah, he's just around. Still around, oh. still making money. Good for him. Good for him. No, I meant that'd be dead. No, he just, he just it was one of those one of those, uh, one of those things. Will, one of those Will Smith. And, yeah. yeah, everybody gets along. Yeah, everybody gets it's, along. Like, it's easier. It's easier when you're rich. Just trade trade calls. Uh, Jada's Jada, bonus mom. Some mom too. Some some weird shit that they. Wait, said. you said oldest mom? No, bonus mom. Bonus. It's weird shit. They're they're a little more regular, regular with it. Bonus. Bonus. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, and I was it was on a. One of those old school docs, they were talking about Alvy Shaw, and they had her interview, and they were talking about the song. And it never, it never dawned on me until I heard them explain it like that. So you have my baby, it's about Quincy. Mm. And it means so much to me. I was like, hmm. It makes sense now that I think about it, but you never yeah, thought about it Especially like if that. you don't know who wrote it back then. Right, exactly. Fucking Jodeci singing it. Yeah. So, like I said, she's been around forever. You think about that. That was probably almost 30 years ago at this point. Early, early 90s. Yeah, damn. Coming up on twenty four. Oh, the nine, 90s, 90s was almost thirty years. Already thirty ago. years ago, bro, and you could, I remember the nineties vividly. In different increments from uh, some of the shit when you're little to, especially when you're eleven, twelve. Remember all that shit vividly, that like late nineties shit. Yeah, you, I mean, you know how my memory is. <laughs> Not good. Yeah. So before like ninety six, bits and pieces maybe like ninety seven on mm-hmm. is when I started. So I remember things remember for real. and everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, granted, yeah. I was ten in ninety seven, so I turned. 10. When I was little, I can remember big shit. I can remember going out of going to Disney when I was five. Yeah, yeah, you remember, you remember shit big like shit, that, right? but like day to day, what was going on in the world? No, when this happened, not. like nah, of course not. Nah, you hear about it after the fact, but you know, hearing about that, that was kind of crazy to think about that. She's kind of been in our culture for going on thirty years now. Be it as a background character or people who know her in the industry. I always have really good things to say about it. So it's really wild, especially for those kids, man. Like I said, it's the holidays next week. Christmas is three weeks later. It's going to be the first time they probably ain't been with their mother. That's yeah. a lot, man. So, you know, send some thoughts to them and some positive energy or whatever. And, you know, hopefully they can get through it the best way they know how. Yeah. Ain't no other way to really yeah. talk about shit like that. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, rest in peace, Kim Porter. But, yeah. Um, so what's going on with Soul Train? 
Soul Train. <laughs> What's going on on your phone today? I, I should get a new one. <laughs> so try again. It's in my pocket now. Go ahead. <laughs> my bad. I'm on fire. Sorry, he said Soul Train, and that's what came to mind. Just keep getting a Jill Scott on. Yeah. Um, what's going Not on? This mic. Hilarious. Oh, girthy. Hilarious. <laughs> Yo. Hilarious. <laughs> that was wild, big. Yikes. Yo. Yikes. <laughs> I'm hungry. Ignore me. Okay. Um. That's, that's the same thing Jill Scott said before she put the mic in her mouth. Hey. 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 Uh, sorry, Mom. Oh. Um. Um. What's going on with this Narcan shit? Man. Man. You know, I don't know what the solution is. And so it's hard to criticize things so harshly when you really don't know what's going to fix the problem. But I don't think, in my mind, this is moving in the right direction. So, so they're, they're supplying YMCAs and public libraries with... Narcan. 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 Unlimited supply, or how does that work? I don't know. Um, and they said free car- free Narcan, free but it's Narcan. not free. We're paying for it. Somebody, so, somebody got paid for this. Yeah, shit. and because uh, it's a very expensive drug. And basically, um, what Narcan is, is that it's the drug that's administered to people when they have an opioid overdose, and it basically brings them back to life. But but the thing with that is, when Narcan is administered, you have to get them to a hospital immediately because mm. their heart rate could still bottom out afterwards. Um, so it's not like a Somebody overdoses on the front steps of the YMCA. You run out from your fucking nine to five office job, stab them with Narcan, and then go back in, and you're done for the day. Yeah, right. And and so what makes me nervous about this, and I get that we need solutions, and I just want people to hear that because it is a huge problem, mm-hmm. um, and it's a dangerous problem. It's scarier to me than necessarily crack is because of the way that that people administer the drug. It's intravenously. And so it creates all these other health implications. I mean, I think you could, could you shoot up crack as well? But uh, people, no, no cracks a rock. So but, usually, but did people used to like burn it down or they, cook it, cook it up? Or, uh, most people that did that, that's some engine, that's some ingenuity for you. Yeah. Ass. Like I was just asking, but so like primarily like, um, it wasn't obviously taken that way, but, um, heroin is. And yep. so that makes it even more dangerous because now you're talking about hep C. Yeah. Hep B, uh, HIV, just all kinds of things people could be swapping and kids yeah. could be running into in parks and shit. Right. And so um, this solution for me makes me nervous because YMCAs are populated by children. Yeah. There's yeah. There, there's literally kids who go to school at YMCAs every day because they have library. preschool. <clears throat> Right. And libraries. And libraries. <laughs> right, right, right. They're Excuse populated me. by children, young children. There's preschools in YMCAs. I know plenty of children who are in the one in our city alone. And my son went. Yeah. And my stepson went for a little bit too. Yeah. So the idea that, you know, this might become a known haven for people who think they're overdosing, for people who have overdosed just in the middle of town. Situate themselves in those places so they know if they're close by and they drop, somebody has something for them. Right. That's um, what scares me about it. But at a certain point, doesn't that, it gives them incentive to go to libraries and YMCAs to 
do their drugs because they know they, that that's they what we're back saying. That's what, that's yeah, what that's I mean. what we're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're gonna, they're gonna they're gonna populate those areas. It's, and... it's now gonna draw that population in, and there's a lot of research that's been done on the use of Narcan. And the thing with opioid abuse is there's no right answer in how to, you right, know, right. how to detox people off this drug, how to get them to stay clean. There's no right answer. Back in the day, during the war on drugs, they used to get people clean needles. Thinking at least if they're going to shoot up, they can do it. Right. The and a lot of cities unquote, do have those programs. Possible. Right. And now I guess this, to them, this is the next logical step. That if you're going to give them clean needles, you're saying, okay, we can't stop you from using this, but we need you to do it in the safest way possible. This would be the next logical step because if you OD on the clean needle we gave you, you're going to come to us again to revive you and bring you back to life. Right. Yeah. But you have to train people on how to use Narcan. Yes. And because, again, gonna, it's who's, a process. Who's going who's to pay for the training? Who's going to be the person on site who administers it? No, I can't. Because they're going to have to be a trained medical professional. Mm-hmm. Would, be, would be my estimation if you're going to have this on site. So it, you're adding a logistical and a financial piece to this, thinking, okay, we're just trying to trying to quell this, this crisis that's happening now. you got to do something, but you have to do something that makes sense. I don't know if this makes the best sense. I don't know enough about the subject other than, uh, other than the limited knowledge I have about administer Narcan and like I said other pieces of it but and I don't even think you need to have need to know that much information about this to know that bringing it around children isn't yeah it's not the best idea isn't a good idea it's really I mean it's really just a dangerous idea to me and I I don't I don't see how that works right because if you just have it it's not, they didn't give it to YMCAs and libraries for people who are overdosing in the library. Like somebody who's high didn't show up to the library and was reading a book and overdosed on one of the tables. And that's why they were like, okay, we're going right. to stock well, libraries with Narcan. Don't a lot of homeless people go, we're talking homeless people like this. Not, you're not talking, I am. But like homeless people that are, a lot of drug addicts are homeless people. Yes. That, that, those they go, go especially in, in the wintertime, they go find somewhere warm. warmth at the library. So now that's what they're gonna. That I don't get it. And, and here's and that's that's what my issue is with it is like I feel like it's going to draw in now a population of people yeah. who are going to know they can go there to get revived. And the problem with Narcan is one of one of the biggest issues with it is that it revives the opioid abuser who has now overdosed. But the thing is, when somebody overdoses on heroin, they end up going back for that same dose because they're like, damn, that shit was good. It doesn't, it doesn't deter them. Yeah. It makes it worse. But it, is it Narcan just... And Narcan is it? expensive. I, I'd assume so. Is it? I'd assume so. Most, most tailor-made drugs are. You, you can't make something in a lab, mass produce it, and it'd be cheap. Right. You know? Opium just grows in the field. You know, and then they figure out a way to mass. They figured out a way to mass produce it for a variety of reasons. Highs. I think when they first started making morphine, it was just heroin that they cut a little bit. Are there any studies on how many times the average opioid user ODs? Yes. I'm sure there are. I'm sure the FDA or whoever puts out that kind of info has it. But I think right now their big thing is that the opioid crisis is in the news. It's in big flashing lights. It's this big issue and from big cities to small town America and they can't, they can't figure out a way to, to deal with it because of how addictive op- opioids are. So my question is, this is going to be very insensitive. So mm-hmm. whoever's listening, whatever, 
At what point do you just let people die? And just uh, say, yo, enough is enough. I don't know, man. You just over you overdose fifteen times, bro. Like I just this went. This is it. There ain't gonna be a sixteen. Like I mean, to answer your you question, you ain't a cat. You got nine lives. Like I went on the Narcan just website just mm-hmm. now, and one of their advertisements says, "Do more than worry when your loved one is taking opioids. Use Narcan." Oh wow! So it's like so this advertising it like it's yeah Valtrex or some shit yeah. yeah like it's Viagra and you got a fucking soft dick or some shit yeah. It's like, yo, you need a because big pharma. They, the government here has made the made the decision that big pharma is fine. They're leaving it here to stay. It's a multi billion dollar industry. They're making a ton of fucking money, and they're only putting shit out that people they know people come back for. Intros, anything from Narcan to fucking aspirin. If they know they can make money off it, they don't care if people. It makes people feel better. That's not their mission statement anymore. It's about making money. Right. It's always been. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, um, I mean the whole medical industry is think, about making money. And, and what you what you said, Ev, about you know letting people go, it's hard because you know tough love is one thing, but people look to the government to protect and provide. Be it yeah, yeah. protect them from outside forces, inside forces, I, to I, I, providing them alternatives to anything you could think of. I agree there, but how much shit are they not protecting us from that they choose that this is what they. This is where they draw the line. Like, all right, we're yeah. going to protect people from this. Yeah. But everything else that's fucking happening, we're not going to protect you from. But this is an easy win for the government at any level. Because they people will just say they're, yeah, they're doing there's, something. There's drug addicts. Exactly. In every, well, it's at least opioid drug addicts in every yeah. town, city. Not to mention that you got kids and adults hooked on other forms of op- opioids for pain. Mm-hmm. Instead of giving them something lighter. Yeah. Because it makes more money. That's why they keep arguing about... Legalized marijuana, CBD, yeah. and all that other shit, because that's another revenue stream that other people can get into that aren't them. Right. Yep. Yeah. And this is the this is this is how they decided that this shit is going to be. So it's they're giving you these drugs to get addicted to, and then yep. they're giving you drugs to help you help keep you from dying. They just from approved. the drugs they gave you. Yeah. They just approved another drug stronger than fentanyl. Fentanyl can literally kill a horse. It's so strong. It's a horse tranquilizer. Like, it's it is so strong. And what people don't realize either is when you're administered drugs like this, there are a ton of psychological factors. Like you don't just take something like fentanyl and then wean off of it. Even just once, yeah. like even if you're Shit. in the hospital and That's you're in you pain, live to tell the tale if you take some exactly. Fentanyl. It literally, they can cause immediate depression, anxiety. Like your body reacts to drugs this strongly very quickly because they're so like, powerful these drugs that you're taking it floods your, your brain with chemicals in such a way that once it leaves your brain's like all right Hold that's got to happen exactly again yeah right now yeah and if you build up the time especially to something as powerful as fucking fentanyl i don't, I don't even know why they're letting people touch that shit it's insane it, it's it takes, insane to me the, the dosages i've seen that it takes to kill a person are minuscule like you're talking micrograms type shit yeah that yep. fentanyl could kill a person and it is letting people take it they prescribing it to people for pain, I think. Pain or for yeah. what the, what the fuck that allows? It's a pain Crazy. Med. And they just let people take it. And they just came out with something else that's stronger than that. Mm-hmm. And whatever they, the thing that, well, Matt got his drugs from, cut, cut it with fentanyl. That's how he died. And they just putting the shit back out there in another stronger form. I don't know. I, like I said, I don't know. I'm, I'm just glad I've been lucky enough I hadn't had to have anything done to me yet in life where... I had to go into the fucking knife because that's my biggest fear at this point. 
that I'd have to go under and take something for the pain. Yeah. Well, that just happened to me when I had surgery. Right. And, uh, you know, like the whole process of it was crazy to me because when I came out of surgery, they gave me um, Dilaudid, which is like really strong. And it was so strong. I passed out. I couldn't stay awake on it. Like I lit- as soon as they as soon as they shot it into my IV, I, I went to off. sleep. I couldn't I couldn't talk. I couldn't open my eyes. I was ex- like I literally just slept. Yeah, I was, I was, I was saying the same thing to my mother. She's a, she's, she's a medical, she's an RN. I was like, man, listen, if I go into the knife, tell them, give me some Marinol. I'd rather be high for 24 hours in a little pain off some weed than some goddamn opioids. I don't know how that's just going to make me react. Yeah. It's crazy though, because they gave me that. Right. And then like my second day in the hospital, when I was getting ready to go home, they, they, they gave it to me right after I got out of surgery. Mm-hmm. So I slept. And then the next day they were like, okay, we're taking you off of that. We're going to give you, um, I don't know what the hell it was. One of the more popular drugs. Probably Vikes or Percocets or some shit like that. I think it was a Percocet. Mm-hmm. They gave it to me and it didn't do anything for the pain. Yeah, Not, it, I couldn't. Yo, they gave me two and I felt nothing. And now I'm someone like I've never taken a pain med in my life for anything. The strongest medication I've ever taken is like an ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they gave me two perks and I didn't feel, I was like, yo, I'm still strong, in pain. I was like, shit was. yeah, I was like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. And then, so I went home, this was 24 hours after my surgery. I got sent home and I went to CVS to fill my prescription. They gave me like 250 milligram Tylenol. They gave me ibuprofen, I think like 500s. And then they gave me 60 oxycodone pills, 60 Jesus Christ. For for the little surgery that I had, my scars are the size of rice. Like, and don't get me that, wrong, like I was in pain the first day, but right, right. I didn't even take none of those meds. And that's how the addictions start. Like, why did I need sixty like sixty, bro? I could 60. see like ten. Ten maybe to get me through the right, first through the week. week. Yeah, through the week, yeah. Because after the first week I didn't even have pain anymore unless like I was doing it's something. Like moving around and yeah. some shit, yeah. And this was when? This was in April. April. And this has been an epidemic for how long? You talking about two, three? You talking about years, years at this point? Yeah, so the fact now. that they're still handing out moving, sixty moving the like, same their way. fucking Tic Tacs is the crazy. biggest thing they did. I would say seven, eight years ago. Correct me if I'm wrong. I know you were in the medical field for a little while. They stopped taking it, letting people take it over the counter. They moved it behind, mm-hmm. making us take IDs or all this other wild shit yep. for when you have surgery at that point. But it's, like I said, it's so addictive. Or people are doing. Well, I know people of people that do what you hear about it on the news all the time. They'll get, they'll get the prescription filled. They'll take part of it. They'll move the shit on the street mm-hmm. to yeah. somebody else who ain't supposed to have that prescription. Pills. 60 and that, pills. And that kind of, 60. Yeah. yeah that's, that's For two, an outpatient surgery. That's what? Like, that's like two months worth. Yes. What did I need two months of pain pills for? That's, that's for what? Wild, yeah. and, and I, did you I flush know, them shits? Yes. They're yeah. gone. I know, for the, and I know for oxys, they make you Damn. go through hoops to get them shits. You about to kill me. Yo, they had to give me whole paperwork at the hospital yeah, I on oxys, and I, 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 I told my mom, I was like, I'm not taking that shit. I was like, I'm not even, I'm not even playing with it. Paperwork with sixty of them. That is, it's wild, yo. Why are you giving me this paperwork with sixty of these shits, bro? Yeah, it's, it's probably like a, a, a not a non-disclosure. That's something different. Almost like a, a waiver. Yeah. Here, yeah. here, we're gonna give you something for the pain, but. We informed you that it, it could, could possibly kill you. You can be violently addicted to it. Yeah. But here, sign this. It'll be all right. You'll be fine. But I was like, yeah, I'm not taking them shits. But you won't let me smoke a joint in the streets because it's <laughs> illegal. Yeah, it's illegal. Sure. Thanks for nothing. <sighs> I don't know, man. There's got to be a better way. Yeah. But I, I just don't think that that's it. I don't think that that promotes 
a move forward. It's not a safe alternative. No, no, uh-huh. it's a scary. You added, you added more money because you got to buy the Narcan. Like I said, you got to train somebody that costs money. And if you're gonna have all these people there, you got to have security now. Next, yeah. you don't know what these motherfuckers is gonna do. Especially you got kids around. Library has programs for kids all year round. The Y I know here in town has programs yep. for kids all year round. Like I, I you're just gonna let people, you don't let people like that around. I There's was thinking them, about but, getting a family Y pass here, right? And this is like. What? Nah. Because now, like, I'm putting my kids in a a spot where they could even witness this shit. I don't want them witnessing. Right. Not saying it would happen, but it's possible. It could. But, and then at this point, too, if somebody's addicted to something, the likelihood of them doing something crazy to get what they want is sky high. Yep. You add in all the danger in the kids who can't defend themselves. At the Y, you got older people in there for programs as well. You're adding in, like, it's like a powder keg. Yeah, what's exactly. Somebody, what's somebody who's addicted gonna do the Espinarcan at that point? It, they could do any fucking thing. And you're just gonna let them go and do whatever? Because they're gonna, they're gonna find that shit one way or another. Yeah. If they gotta hurt somebody to get that shit, they don't give a fuck. You know, it sounds about as good as a solution as arming teachers with guns. It's oh, yeah. like, that's it's a, just. That's a great idea. It's, it's very similar in nature. Some it's of, just dangerous. Have you seen some of the teachers that you had in high school? You want some of them blockheads with a gun? Because you're arming, the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is to have a good guy with a gun, Eric. Okay. All right. All right, Dan Lausch. <laughs> Which we just seen. This will be the last thing we talk about because I got to go. We got a few other things that we'll get on next week. But the security guard that was killed by the police for stopping. So he was a good guy with a gun and he stopped a bad guy with a gun. And yeah. then the cop showed up and he killed the good guy with yeah, the gun. The good, no, the good black man with a gun. The good mm-hmm. black man with a gun. And I'm, I don't want to just. I think his name is Jamel Roberson. Jamel Roberson, yep. And uh, security guard at the club. Yep. Breaks up a fight. Yep. He's licensed to have his firearm. Mm-hmm. He, break, he breaks up the fight. Mm-hmm. Has the guy who started the shit. So, dude, here come the cops. All he sees is a nigga with a gun. And they killed him. He was 26. He had just had a baby. His baby's nine months old. Oh, no. I didn't know I didn't that. Know yep. I didn't know that. Oh. Yep. Fuck. He's a kid. Just doing his job on a Thursday, Friday night. Nine months old? A baby. Not walking, not talking, yeah. He didn't even make it to his son's first Christmas. Bro. No. Fuck, man. Yeah. Stupid shit. Because yep. the, the cops don't think. They just shoot motherfuckers. Yep. You big and you black, they shoot, and they asking questions later. And now they're reporting like, oh, it was a, it was a mistake. Mm. Yeah, you see the picture, right? No fucking kidding. Fucking headline on this link. Hero security guard killed by police was working extra shifts for his son's Christmas. Yep, for oh, first Christmas. God, that turns my stomach, yo. Yep. Oh. I got fucking goosebumps. I just, got, I just got him too when you said that. Jesus these, Christ. You let anybody be a fucking cop. They don't think about 26 shit. 26 years old. That's so heartbreaking. Active yo. in his church, all that, all that shit. Like you, all that shit that ain't supposed to happen to somebody. You talked about your biggest fear was going under the knife and being... a ended up addicted to something because you mm-hmm. don't know how to be. This is my fucking biggest fear, not being there for my kids, Birthday. future kids. Birthdays, Christmas. Birthdays, holidays, because yeah. I die young. And I'm not even afraid of dying. I'm afraid of not being there because oh, I Oh, leaving them behind. Sure. For something fucking stupid. Fuck, man. For trying to be a good guy. Oh, you're doing <laughs> for this fucking to, job. For trying to you be a good saying? dad, for trying to be a good citizen, for trying to be a good person. Just doing, just doing his job. Doing what they hired him to do. And I know I know. right now there's somebody reading reading that article and saying, well, it was just a mistake. He wanted to become a police officer. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to be a cop. I remember hearing about that too. He was, he was thinking about going to academy at the top of the year. Oh, my God. That makes me sick. Yeah. 
You know, I think it was right outside of Chicago. That literally like rips my heart out. Yeah. Oh my God. Please put that picture away. I can't. Yeah, same I can't it. even look at it. Yep. I didn't Cute know that. Kid. Yeah, man. I didn't. I didn't know that part yep. of the story. I, I, was Fuck, reading, I, I was reading about. Either. I was reading about the other day. Oh, that just like. Uh, oh my God. I was. I, was, I, I forgot where I was. I was reading. I was just shaking my head like this shit is crazy. There's no nobody th- thinks of it. And he go to, and the NRA and say shit about it. Of course not. Because he ain't the right color. So fuck them too. He wasn't the right hero. So nope. why would they say anything about it? Color of it, he's oh, a hero of a different hue. So, you know, that don't make them no money. That is heartbreaking. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Hey, <sighs> yeah, we're going to cut this shit short. <laughs> um, shit. Damn, man. All right, yeah. Thanks for listening. I can't even process yeah. anything after that. Okay. Thanks for listening. Uh, gdfools at gmail.com. Any ask a fool questions? I know we haven't done it in a while. Um, we're available to listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Hit us up. Um, I'm at Chicks Dig the Beard. At Miss Bianca Bissa. Black of Wall Street. Um, we'll see y'all next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for Five listening. Five stars. Peace. Peace. Bye.